I've spent the last few years working for one of the largest shockwave clinics in North America, and I've learned a thing or two about the power and untapped potential of regenerative medicine. But the march towards a future where sickness is healed from its root cause is challenged by the influence of big pharma and their deep pockets. So now we're forced to answer questions like, how do we get rid of joint pain, take back our performance in the bedroom, and heal diseases from the inside out without band-aid medications or negative side effects? This show will give you the answers. Follow along as I interview the world's top experts and doctors and how they transform their lives and their patients' lives using the newest advances in biotechnology. I'm your host, Austin James Wolf, and you're listening to Modern Biotech Radio. Hey, what's up, Modern Biotech Pioneers? Today, I'm with Trip from Trip Advice. Trip, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. I'm super excited about this. You are a dating coach, right? Correct. Okay, now what specifically do you specialize in? I'd specialize in helping shy men. So men who are afraid to talk to women who don't have a lot of uh, experience talking to women who don't get normally uh, get dates normally who don't uh, know what it means to attract a woman and just men who don't have a lot of experience or are scared to to get out there. I mean, there's also guys I work with too who have had experience before, but they're just trying to find a woman that they're really interested in and yeah. they need help because they don't know how to do it. Right. Now, is it like that movie Hitch? Like what, what's, the, uh, what's the process of taking the sh- you know, shy guy to a hero? Yeah, it's not like Hitch. Hitch is interesting. It's funny because people compare it to that because that's, right. that's all they know. They've never heard of a dating coach before, but of course the movie Hitch. It's funny. I always wonder what people would compare me to if Hitch wasn't around. Right. Um, but Hitch is a little bit different because Hitch, when you, if you watch that movie, he specializes in one guy going after one specific girl, which is better for a movie, right? That's more interesting for a movie. Right. It's like one it's more entertaining to see one guy you know, say like, okay, there's this one girl and I really want her. I do get guys who come to me for that and we do help them with that. But mainly the, the, what I help with is guys are like, I can't get any girls and there's no specific girl I'm necessarily interested in. I just want to know how do you have dates? How do you get dates? How do you, how do you do this? So, so similar to Hitch, but not, not exactly. Right. Right. And I know, I know we're just jumping the gun, but, but how do you help these guys? How, How does it actually work? So basically what I do is I I take them through a process where first we put them in front of as many women as possible, right? Step one is making sure that they put a lot of leads in the funnel, right? It's kind of like a sales term, like leads in the funnel. Like you want a sales funnel almost, but in this case, it's more of a dating funnel. So you want to get a lot of leads, a lot of women who are of possible interest. So how do you do that? Well, all the ways that you might think of, right? Online dating, some ways would be approaching women who are just casually out and about or at bars. Uh, You could do singles events. You could do networking events or anything with your hobbies. So all the different ways of trying to get a lot of leads and talk to a lot of women. And so what I have them do is I have them go out and kind of practice talking to women so they get over that fear and then help them understand how attraction works. And then if we combine this, they will be able to attract women that they normally wouldn't we're not able to attract because they start to understand female nature a little bit more yeah. and psychology a little bit more and just how people become attracted while at the same time they are becoming more confident in themselves and in this area. So then they're able to get more dates and, and eventually get a girlfriend. I also teach them how to find a, a girl that's going to be a good fit for them specifically. 
So it's a little bit more custom in terms of that. And of course, I have a lot of videos on my YouTube channel. I have a podcast called How to Talk to Girls. And so I talk about all that stuff and different tips and techniques on those platforms. How does attraction work? So attract, oh, I, <laughs> I have a whole program on that that explains it for 10 hours, but. What's the program? It's called Hooked. Okay. It's called Hooked. So people want to check it out. It's at getherhooked.com. So it's my online course. And I talk about attraction. What I talk about is this kind of system I made up that helps just explain how attraction works. I call it the TED system or DET, right? It's an acronym for tension, entertainment, and dominance. Mm -hmm. So if you work on building tension with a woman and being able to be more of a challenge and not be so easy to get, and then you work on flirting, that's tension. Right. Entertainment is going into an interaction. And I, I, it's funny, as much as I try to explain this perfectly, guys still don't get it right away, but it's very simple. Entertainment means not trying to impress or entertain the girl when you're talking to them. It's about self-amusement or entertaining yourself. So when I say entertainment, it's not about going in and making a woman interested in you through the things that you say and do and entertain her. It's about entertaining yourself. So what does that mean? People are like, that's not a very common thing to say, right? How do you entertain yourself? Well, you make it so the interaction is fun for you. Yeah. So you should be talking about the things that you want to talk about, making jokes and the things that make you laugh, not things that you think are going to make someone else laugh because that enjoyment that you're going to get by self-entertaining yourself in an interaction with a woman and having fun and being playful, if you're having fun, that energy will then transfer over to her and then she'll start having fun. So it's almost as if you'll be entertaining yourself, which in in will then in turn not entertain her, but just make her have a good time with you and enjoy the interaction with you. Yeah. So that's E. And then D is dominance, which a lot of guys have trouble with. It's very simple, but it's, it's scary for guys. And it's just being dominant by leading the interaction. So a lot of guys are afraid to go up, go up to the girl, start talking to her, make a conversation. They're afraid to go for the number. They're afraid to go and ask her out. So I'm telling guys, you need to lead the interaction by going up to her, getting her number, asking her out, going for the kiss, making sex happen, going just to the second date, to the third date, right? It gets up to you. Okay. So you're, so you're talking about the, the TED, the, the dominance. Um, so, so is there a certain like line that guys should say, you know, asking for the number or is there a different way that you teach guys? Like, okay, uh, you should do it this way. It, how do you teach guys to sort of ask for the number or ask for the, ask for the clothes, so to speak? Good question. So I like to, I like to be very direct. So I like guys that say it very direct. A lot of guys might use some sort of clever line or try to make it in a certain way where it's like maybe tricking them to get their number or something kind of indirect. Yeah. I say just go direct. Because the more direct you are, the more confident you're going to appear. So by asking her number in a way that's more direct, it actually makes you more attractive. That's the cool part about it. I mean, all the stuff that I teach, all the, the, the I don't want to say moves, but the, uh, the actions that need to be taken to get a woman attracted, like the actions in themselves get the woman more attractive because you're portraying confidence. Anyways, right. what I have guys say is, oh, it depends. Like if you're doing it online, really it's almost identical but if you're doing it online it can be like you seem really cool let me grab your number here's mine and and let's chat sometime yeah just like that now that's for online it's a little bit 
different in person, right? So maybe you're talking to a woman, you've been talking to her for, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes at the bar. Maybe you meet her at a grocery store, you've been talking to her for like 15 minutes and you say, well, listen, I got to run, but you seem cool. Why don't I grab your number and we can hang out? So you're not saying like, can I have your number? You're not asking. You're just assuming that she's interested. So you're just saying, so I always say that the key word is let's. I love the word let's like, hey, or let, or let right? Yeah. Let's do this or let me grab your number. Let me grab your number and, and we'll hang out sometime. Uh, I'll shoot you a text. That's if you're grabbing her number and, and sort of asking her out. When you ask her out, you're going to be very direct too. So let's say you grab her number and then you want to text her to hang out. I always say, you don't need to wait. You know, if you've ever seen the movie, swingers with vince vaughn and john yeah. favre from like the 90s and there's a big joke where they say like oh six days like you get a girl's number you wait six days right yeah maybe that would actually work back in the 90s when oh, how often is a woman meeting a guy right she's not there's no online dating there's no online anything you know it's probably very rare that that's happening so you can get away with six days yeah yeah uh, even though that's still a joke in the movie but either way now she is Life is busy, okay? You're online. You, not life is, but life has always been busy. I would say life is more full of distractions yeah, now distractions. than it ever has been, right? Yeah, distractions. So you're getting hit with, with online dating, notifications, this and that. You know, you can become weeded out so fast. So she's got to be fresh in your mind. So since she's fresh in your mind, or since you are fresh in her mind, ask her on 24 hours, right? So let's say you get a girl's number at the bar at night, great shooter text the next day, like in the afternoon. If you get a girl's number from the grocery store from a daytime approach or something like that, you can text her maybe that night or in 24 hours and just say, Hey, you know, good meeting you earlier. This is, and then your name. So then she knows who it is. And then maybe you text like two or three times, like that's it. Don't get into long text message conversations. Guys do that. And then, and then they can potentially ruin it. So just right. a couple of texts back and forth. She'll say like, Hey, it was cool to meet you. And you'll say, cool. Like how was the rest of your day? And she'll say, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then you say, cool. Well, listen, how about we hang out and we grab a drink or you'll say, well, we'll grab coffee. If you don't drink, when are you free next? She'll tell you when she's free, set up the date. Boom. That's simple. Guys are always thinking that it needs to be more complicated than that and less direct. And that's just not the case. What guys have to understand is if you were able to, to, build attraction and get her interested in you, then it's simple. She's going to make it easy. Like you don't need to do anything. She wants to see you. So as, as, as specific and clear and direct as you can be, this is going to let her be able to follow through and say, cool, I'm free here. I'm free then, you know, let's go here, whatever. So don't have to do anything fancy. Just understand that if she doesn't text you back or she doesn't give you her number or she agrees to a date, but then she flakes on the date. The reason why that happened is because you weren't able to build attraction or she just wasn't interested in you. And it's fine. It's not game over. It's just, it's done with her and on to the next. Why? Bringing back to my original point from earlier, you got to get a lot of leads in the funnel. It's not going to work out with every woman. So you need to bring a lot in. It's always going to be a numbers game. So you're always going to have to be talking to many different women because it will work out with some others. It won't, but you don't want to, you know, kind of go one by one by one because it's a very slow process, especially if you're looking for a, a long-term girlfriend or a wife or something like that. You're probably looking for someone who's quality and that just doesn't happen overnight. So you need to talk to a lot of women to make that happen. Yeah. I, I love how honest this is because uh, you might've seen this, but there's this subreddit 
uh, called the red pill and it's, you know, very manipulative, but, but this approach that you're talking about sounds very, very, very honest. You know, you're just going to a woman and you're, um, flirting and having fun with yourself and, uh, you know, sort of giving those, giving those emotions to her as well. And then just asking her what you want. Yep. Let's go hang out. Yep. I love it. As long as you can do it. And it's not going to be easy at first because you're going to be kind of nervous and not know what to say. And you're going to have to build some conversation skills, but a good year of just putting in time and effort into it, you'll be able to get dates to women you never thought you could, you could date because you're actually putting the right effort into it. Most guys don't do that because either they're lazy or they're just unaware that work can be done or they might be in denial, you know, where, you know, a lot of guys are part of the red pill and they're just like, no, it's all about looks, money and status. And right. they're kind of like incels, which means like involuntary celibate. And that's fine. It's like, okay, if that's, if that's what you want to, if that's the, the, the world you want to be a part of and just kind of complain about it and not doing anything about it, uh, be my guest. You know, but uh, but if you if you do put some effort into it, you should be able to get some some decent results. Yeah, I'd love to ask you more about the success that you get for your clients. But first, how did you sort of crack this code? How did you learn all of this? What's what's your backstory? Yeah, I mean, it was I'm I'm the guys who I help, right? I'm the guy who 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 was just like all of the people who watch my stuff and listen to my stuff and the guys that I coach. You know, I was a shy guy. I was not really, I was like a nice guy guy who got friend zoned a lot, like not really understanding how this stuff works. And, and I never really put my best foot forward. And I remember when I was in my early twenties, I wanted to learn, well, how do you do this? How do you get to a point where, where a woman is attracted to you? You know, what if I wanted to find a woman who was, who was someone who I thought was out of my league, right? Those are the, that's the kind of terminology I was in jargon I was using that a lot of guys use, which was, completely wrong right it's like you're you're already putting women out of your league by just saying that they're out of your league so i was under i was under all this in terms of mindset and so long story short i was able to break through it by kind of reading some stuff online and learning what other guys were doing but then just finally putting myself out there and seeing what was possible and going out there and seeing that rejection wasn't a big deal and turning it into just a fun time by approaching women talking to women and kind of being in competition with myself yeah. So I always, tell, I always tell people, in anything you're doing in life, you should never be in competition with anyone else because it doesn't really make sense because you're never going to be the same as anyone else. That's in business. That's in uh, your, your, your personal life. That's in dating. You, know, it, you are a different person of different genetics, of a different personality with different ideas. So it doesn't make sense ever to compare yourself to others, but you can always compare yourself to yourself. So you'd be in competition with yourself. So what right. does that mean is that when I was going out learning this stuff, I was just trying to get better and think, think and thinking every week, every month, how can I do better than I did before? So that was just being more, learning how to step more into confidence, going out, taking more risks by talking to, to women who I thought would be afraid of. When I say risks, I don't mean like life risks, like, oh, she's really pretty and it's going to be really bad. But you know, you, the guys are taking risks in terms of their, their ego, right? Like it bruises your ego and it stings when you do get rejected by a woman, especially one that you think is pretty. So right. you, you are putting in that sort of emotional risk, but you can get over that by just repetition, repetition. So that's what I did. And I learned how to do that just by putting myself out there and, and really just wanting to make a big change. So I took a lot of those principles and things I learned and and 
and just coaching over the past 10 years through, through myself coaching, I learned even more about how to help guys and how to get results. So it's kind of all culminated to this point where, you know, it's a, it's a combination of experience of my own experience of my students or clients and, and also just really understanding psychology a little bit more and human interaction and then tying it all together in kind of like a pretty bow, like I did earlier with, with the Ted system to make it digestible and understandable for guys. So that's kind of how it all came together. And I'm, I'm a big part of it. I know I don't consider myself, you know, a guy who was just like, wow, I would, I've always been good with women and and here it is. A lot of those guys don't know how to teach actually that kind of stuff because they don't know what they're doing. Right. Right. Yeah. They're naturals. Right. But they don't actually know what they're doing. All right. Let me ask you this. What was the moment when you decided you had to get good at this? What, what, what led up to that moment? Cause you didn't, you know, you weren't just deciding along the way, like what, what was like, all right, no more. I'm deciding to take action. What was that moment? So I'm, so I'm in LA and I moved there and I'm in LA and I was like sort of dating with online dating didn't, wasn't really popular. So most people weren't doing it. So I would try to go out and meet women and get really drunk to, to build confidence. And that didn't work. And I was just like, man, this sucks, you know? And, and I, w- I would find some stuff online that talked about how to meet women and I was using some tips, but it, it wasn't working for me. And so then I was like, then online dating became a little bit more popular. So, okay, I'll give online dating a shot. And I gave online dating a shot and I just didn't, I wasn't seeing the results I wanted. I was just meeting women that I wasn't really interested in. And so I was at this point, I was like, all right, so what's my option here? I can just keep doing what I'm doing and keep getting what I'm getting, which is, you know, dating the women that I'm not that interested in or don't have a connection with or not attracted to, or I can really put myself through this really hard process. So it was, it was, I don't remember the exact moment, like in terms of where I was, but I do remember it was in a certain time period. It was like right after I did, I tried like a trial of online dating for a month and I was just like sitting there just like, all right, I got to do something. This is back in 2008. And so that was when I made the, the choice to dive more into material that I would find online, a lot of pickup stuff and things like that. And then just mostly just figure out a way to put it into practice and, and get over my shyness and fear yeah. of, of rejection. How many times a month did you go out? More like how many times a week? <laughs> how many times a week did you go out? <laughs> Anywhere from like four to five times Holy per week. shit. Was it just like after work? After work. Uh, after yeah. Work. Weekends, um, during the day, uh, on the weekends. Where, where would you go? I was in LA, so I was going to Hollywood. I was going to Santa Monica, all around there. The Promenade, Third Street Promenade, yeah. Main Street. Who knows what bars were around ten years ago? They're probably not there anymore. Right, maybe something different. Um, yeah, I would. I would just be going out, and then there was periods. I did a couple, like two or three times. I, I went out. Like, two to three weeks in a row. So I wouldn't skip a day. So it took my level to, uh, it, it took me to the next level because I was just grinding away at it. And I wasn't drinking at all. Like this was not me raging and partying. It was right. me putting work in. It was fun. I mean, at times it wasn't fun too. It was, it was stressful at times, but, but yeah, I mean, it was just going out and just learning a lot. I mean, I even had a little journal i was writing things down i mean i got really into it which is probably why i'm a coach today right it's like yeah i don't know how many people really take it that far but i did and and the guys who do 
get results. You don't need to do what I did. I always tell guys like you don't need to be going out five to six nights a week and you don't need to be going out every day for three weeks in a row. If you do, great. You might get to the level of wanting to be a coach, but you, you, you don't have to do a, like a half of that or a third of that to see results in your own life. Yeah. So it just depends how far you want to take it, but uh, you don't need to do it that much to, 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 to have an active dating life and, and see what you want to see. So. Yeah. What was one of your most embarrassing approaches? Oh man, embarrassing <laughs> approaches. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember one. So I remember there was this, uh, I think it's still a thing, a negging, you know, when you neg yeah. a girl, you kind of say like a, like a backhanded compliment, you know, and I didn't understand really how to use it properly. So a girl I was talking to was going so well and she's a little bit taller than me. So she was, she was tall. And I remember I said to her something along the lines of like, oh, you're tall, kind of like Big Bird. And she just stopped and <laughs> oh, looked at me like, what did you just say? And I was like, I, I don't, I'm not. And I just froze and she goes, okay, goodbye. And she walked away and I was like, I'm yeah, with this nagging stuff that doesn't yeah, work for that, me. That I, takes I did a not figure that out. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's good stuff though. It's it's funny. Yeah, and, and, and learned a big lesson there. Learned a lot of different lessons, but that one was—I'll never forget that one. I've, I've shared that story before. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. It's kind of kind of different. What's the out of all the clients you worked with? What's the one success story you're most proud of? I'm I'm really proud of a guy that I worked with. We were working together. This is like six years ago. And he he signed up for like a big time package where we were working together almost every day in person. Wow. So we were really grinding away and he just wasn't seeing the results that he wanted to. He was getting better, but he still wasn't very happy. And he was like, you know, trip like nothing against you. You did a great job. I loved working with you, but you know, I just don't think this is for me. Like it's not cut out for me. Like I'm not, maybe I'm not good looking enough or whatever it is. And I was like, dude, like you don't see what I see. You're doing great. We got to keep going. We got to push it. He's I'm like, I'm like, this is our last session you signed up for. Like, let's just, let's just give it our all in this last one. He's like, okay, fine. So the next girl I had him approach at the Grove became his girlfriend for the next two years. You're kidding. Holy shit. It's a true story. Wish I could make it up. That is, it, it, it was, it was fantastic. And I go, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So it just, and it's funny cause it wasn't by chance, right? It's like everything we were working on, mm-hmm. it all came to that point where when he did the approach, he did a great job because it's everything that we were working on for the past month. Right. It just, it needed to, you know, so I tell guys like you can't give up, like don't give up that soon. Like come to me when you've been putting in a lot of effort and the correct effort for a year and it's still not working for you. And yeah. you won't come to me at that point because if you do the right things, you're, you're going to see results. You're going to be happy with, with your dating life. So there's usually something you can fix. Right, right. I love that. Um, this is one question I actually forgot to ask, but uh, I do want to ask it. What's, what's a common false belief the public has about the dating advice industry? Well, they, they related a, a little bit more to like the pickup industry because yeah. that's, that's what's been around for a while. And, right. and, you know, there's just a lot of stuff out there on, and pickup and, yeah. and things in the media about it. Mm-hmm. So I think when they, they don't necessarily relate that to me 
but they kind of think like, oh, what could you be teaching a guy that's going to work? You must be teaching him lines and, and, and shady techniques and things like that because they couldn't imagine like what could you teach because, and it's not their fault. It's just that they are thinking in terms of, of their experience and their yeah. experience there's not a lot of trouble, right? It's like if someone's like, if someone's questioning it or not understanding it, it's because they don't understand how someone could have that problem. So it's out of their wheelhouse to comprehend it. So they're, what can they do to make sense of it? Well, they're coming up with, oh, it must be X, Y, and Z, right? Which is what I just said to you, like pick up stuff or, or just weird, um, manipulative stuff or just things that and people say like, again, not saying everyone disagrees with it, but the people who do or say weird things about it, they believe that someone should just be able to do it by being themselves. Right. And I say, no, I understand that. But you have to understand that the people, the guys are already being themselves. Right. Okay. And they're not seeing results. So sometimes if I get into a fun conversation with someone, I say, what would you say? Like give them, give, give someone advice. Like what would you tell them to do? And they don't really have much to say. Right. So what should we do? Not help guys who need help? Is Do we just do nothing? No, you have to do something. But then I go deeper in, te- in terms of telling them what I do teach, which is you do have to fake confidence a little bit. Yeah. You do maybe have to learn some lines to, as training wheels to go out there and, right. and know how to start a conversation or, or learn a couple of topics of conversation that you know is going to be like a hit and that someone's going to really, a woman's really going to respond to. You do have to do that to start off. But what I say is what happens is you start off with the training wheels and you get people socializing. You don't have to have them lie. No one's lying or doing anything deceitful. You might be faking this. You might be, you're kind of like turning into this new person, but you're evolving. You become this new social gregarious person that maybe you once were not. So you got to give them a little training wheels. And then once the training wheels come off, you all of a sudden, be, you're more comfortable being you and, and having fun and being confident and, and feeling good about yourself. Right. But it takes some of those training wheels to get to that point. You can't just tell someone to be themselves because you can't do much with that, with that information. You know, there's, no, there's nothing you can, you know, it's just like, it's like saying, it's like someone saying like, I want to learn algebra. Someone just says, well, all you got to do is just, you know, just do it. Be yourself. Do it. Just, 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 you'll figure it out. Just start to, it's like, I don't know how to do it. Something needs to happen. So, yeah. so that's where you, you come in with the tools and the things that, that, get, that get guys to take action and yeah. to do it and to evolve. And I always say to guys, you're not turning into someone different. You're just upgrading the person who you are. Yeah. You're never yeah. going to be able to turn yourself into someone new unless you're like acting and you're faking it. Right. But you, no one has to worry about that. Guys are concerned about that. What if I don't want to be someone that I'm not? You won't. It's impossible. You'll never be that person. But we all change. We all evolve. If you tell me that you are the same person five years ago that you are today, you're lying because we all evolve anyway. But it's about turning yourself into a more competent person. Yeah. And and getting yourself to feel good about who you are and, and building self-esteem and, and learning a new skill. It's like if you learn, let's say, guitar, 
that would have been a better analogy, by the way. Than <laughs> but if yeah, you're yeah. learning guitar, you know. Um, oh yeah, and you know, let's go back to the analogy. It would be like someone saying, like, "Oh, just pick up the guitar and strum." It's like that doesn't work. Right. But yeah, if you're learning a school like gu- guitar and you do it for a year, you're the same person. You just know how to play guitar now, right? So it's that same concept: is you'll be someone that is slightly better than the person you were before. Right. What are, what are some of the, is, is there a strategy you teach newbies? You know, if they're trying to, if they're not really confident and you're like, all right, go up and talk to that girl and pretend to be confident. Is there anything you teach guys to help them, I guess, up their confidence level? Yeah. Well, I, I always say confidence comes from competence. So mm. in order to become confident, you need to be competent. So if you want to be competent in something, you got to do it over and over and over and over right. and over. So in order to do that, you need to really mess up and fail and, and embarrass yourself and feel all the terrible emotions that one doesn't want to feel. Stressed, embarrassed, anxious, sad, depressed, all those things. You're going to have to kind of go through that dirt to get to that point. So in order to get to that point, you won't be able to really fake confidence right away. Right. But what you can do is start talking to people and getting competent in the area of conversation. How do you do that? Well, you go up to a girl or a guy even, just ask directions somewhere. So that's like a baby step. Like how do you get from, I'm not doing anything, I'm sitting on my couch, to then talking to a really pretty girl? Right. Well, why don't, instead of making that jump, which is really hard for you, why don't we just take a baby step and start with, just go and talk to someone you never talked to before. Because that's hard enough as it is. Yeah. It can be hard to even go up and talk to a stranger. But I find it's pretty easy for guys, unless they have extreme social anxiety, which some of my clients do, to just go up and say, hey, my phone died. Do you know where the nearest Starbucks is? Or, hey, my phone died. Do you know what time it is? Or, you know a good coffee shop around here that's, that's actually not Starbucks? Like you're asking a recommendation. Any one of those is great. Start off with that just to get yourself out there. Because... What that does, and by the way, these are not pickup lines, to be clear. These aren't yeah. really great lines to start a conversation with anybody. They don't lead anywhere. Right. But it's a good line to practice the, the skill or just the idea of going up to a stranger and starting a conversation. You do that 10 times in a row, going to the next step, which is maybe going up to a girl and just saying like, oh, that's a, that's a, those are cool shoes. Where'd you get those? Or I don't know, any kind of compliment maybe. And that's not a good opening line either. This is just another baby step. And then eventually, hopefully getting it to the point where you can just go up to a girl and say, hey, what's up? I'm Trip. I wanted to come meet you. But that's a big jump for guys. Right. right? That's a big jump. Yeah. That's like, that's like playing the stairway to heaven on your guitar. Right, right, right. You, know, that, you might not be there yet. Let's just start with how do you strum the guitar, right? So, so we, we baby step our way to, to that point and you become more competent over time. Yeah. Do your most successful clients have something in common? In terms of what? I guess a quality or a personality trait. Uh, like before they start with me, like the type of person it is. Out of all the clients you've ever had who've worked with you and they're like the most successful, is there any one thing they had in common? Drive probably. Okay. The ones who are the most successful. So, so it's not looks, it's not money. No. Yeah. No, no, no. It was drive. It was, yeah. it was, it was I have some clients that just, and I don't mean to sound like arrogant or bossy here, but, but bear yeah. with me. They just come, they show up to the mic, to the calls, the coaching sessions, and they do what I tell them to do. 
if they just go like, yes, trip, you got it. Like, this is, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it, which I would imagine would be great for someone like, yeah, great. This is what I'm paying for. I'm yeah. paying people to tell me what to do. Cause I don't know how to do it. That's the, that's the ideal. Not every guy goes that route. You know, they question a lot or yeah. they just, they don't make the time for it. Or maybe they say, yeah, trip. Okay. Sounds good. But they don't do the homework. I have them go and approach some women. I, I work with them and they don't really do it. Not all, by the way, very, very few of my clients are like that. But there's, there's levels of guys who really take it seriously. And some yeah. guys just like to throw money at a problem and, and hopefully it'll t- kind of take care of itself. But that's not how this works. It's like another analogy might be working out. You can hire a trainer, but at the end of the day, you got to lift the weights. Right. If you want to grow the muscle. But the trainer is going to tell you what to do. So it actually happens. There's a guarantee. Right. You yeah. Yourself, you might be able to do it, but it might take longer. You might, your form might be wrong. You might injure yourself. So it's good to have someone there who's better than you or what you're doing to coach you or mentor you through the process. So as long as they have drive and, and willpower and, and the ability to just take, take direction, it goes well. Right, right. Because you've already laid the framework. You've, you've already gone through all this. And you say, all right, if you do what I say, I've gotten results from my clients before. Just do what I say and you'll get results. It's done. It's a proven right. system. Yeah. I've never had a guy do what I say and fail. Like right. It's never happened. It's only the guys who don't take it seriously, don't show up to the calls, make excuses, or, you know, of course, unfortunate events might happen and they yeah. just, they can't put their mind space into dating. So, you know, with the pause, the sessions and come back later. So you got to be ready to do it, ready to jump in, excited to do it. It's not, it won't be as scary if you're working with someone because, you know, you, you actually have a path and, and you know that you're going to get somewhere. So yeah, I'd say that's probably the common denominator of guys who succeed that drive that that willpower. Yeah. Who's one of your, who's one of your heroes? Who's one of my heroes? Gosh, that's a, I, I you know what? I don't think about that enough. I don't know if I have heroes per se. Yeah. But um, there are some people in my life that just are acquaintances and I do, and I look up to them in terms of their ability to, to just get shit done. Yeah. And to, and to, um, what's the, like, like get through the, what's the, the phrase? Like get like weather the storm, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just get through really tough times and make things work and, and, and are who I see are successful. So no one that anyone would know, but I would say people around me, I mean, I don't think there's anyone like, like Tony Robbins or any famous gurus that I right. think are like heroes. Definitely people who I think are, are good and have, have good things to say. But, but yeah, people who I try to surround myself with who are successful in areas of their life that I want to be successful in. Yeah. So I know that probably doesn't help anyone who's listening, but that's just the <laughs> honest answer. I mean, hey, if they start looking for success around them, you know, it might help. Yeah, them. I mean, that's, yeah, you can take that tip. Is, is, well, this is something I heard from someone else which is a good tip. Surround yourself by people who are kind of like mentors, people who are yeah. doing things better than you that you can learn from. And also surround yourself by people who, are, who would like to learn from you and people that you can teach. Hmm. Because people, because when you can teach something, 
you get better at that thing. Right, right. You'll get better at what, because if you can teach, that means you really understand it. And it helps you understand it better when you can teach that thing. So it's good to have like mentees and mentors all around you. So you can kind of learn from others and then have a vessel through you and teach others. And and hopefully that just goes circular and really helps you and other people too. Yeah, I like that perspective. It's good. What's your book about? Magnetic, this guy? Yes. yes. Cool. Let's see it. There it is. There it is. Autofocus. Boom. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, yeah, magnetic is everything we've been talking about yeah. on, this, on this episode, but just more in depth. So it's called Magnetic Cultivate Confidence, Become Rejection Proof, and Naturally Attract the Women You Desire. So I talk about how to build confidence, how to approach women, and an understanding attraction but it's not just an entertaining read it's a very practical book it's it's more like a workbook than anything yeah because you can read the book and at the end of every chapter it has exercises so it's like okay you learn this now you can implement it so in theory if you read the book and you might need to read it a couple times and it's a very easy read very simple i break it down simple read it a few times and you'll start to understand it and you implement all the exercises you should see some, some results on your end if you can do it on your own. So I basically give you, you know, it's like around nine chapters teaching everything from how do you meet women? How do you become more attractive? And I even have a chapter in there that teaches you about how to just a couple like hacks for your other parts of your life, right? Because if you want to become a very attractive man in full, sure, you still need to look your best. Right. You still need to, it would be nice if you, knew how to handle finances, if you knew how to, you know, like I said, dress well, if you knew how to make friends and, and have good people around you. So I go into, I, but I dabble in that. That's, yeah. There's only like a chapter on that where everything else is about everything else in terms of meeting women because you're always hopefully going to be optimizing and working on all the other areas of your life, like your career and your finances and working out and things like that. So always be doing that, but then on top of that, you work on things that help you with your, the behavioral aspect, the way you right. behave around women and act around women and, and, and use TED, like, like I talked about, tension, entertainment, and dominance. So that's what the book is about, going deep into that with, uh, with workbook exercises that you can do. Where can people find the book? Amazon. It's on Amazon. Awesome. You just type into Amazon, Trip Kramer Magnetic. Or you can go to tripadvice.com slash book and it just takes you right to the Amazon page. Tripadvice.com slash book. I'll put and, a link uh, for our listeners in the show notes. Yeah, and it's there. It's also it's available on, on hard copy, uh, audiobook, and Kindle. So oh, awesome. All cool. options for you. Well, before we hop into our behind the scenes QA, where can someone else learn about you? Go to tripadvice.com. That's my website, and you'll See everything there. A link to my YouTube channel. They can go to my podcast, which is called How to Talk to Girls. Get my book, my course. If you want to take the, the leap and go right into coaching and skip it all and go hard into it, <laughs> coaching, there's a link right there at the top. So that's the hub for everything. And lots of, lots of goodies in terms of, of free stuff. I mean, 700 YouTube videos, 400 episodes of my podcast, or at least close to. And so you can learn a lot there. That's it. 
Awesome, man. Thank you. Hey, if you guys want to check out the behind the scenes interview, just go to modernbiotechradio.com. Just go there and we're about to hop into it. So thanks for watching, guys. Want to see what the top experts have to say behind the scenes? Just go to modernbiotechradio.com and you'll get instant access to every behind the scenes interview for free. Now, these interviews are not for the public, so please don't share. But if you'd like to pull back the curtain with me, and learn what secrets they reveal, just go to modernbiotechradio.com and get instant access to these interviews for free. Again, that's modernbiotechradio.com. If you'd like to learn the best kept secrets that they can't share publicly, but allowed me to share in private, just go to modernbiotechradio.com and get instant access to all of these interviews completely free. I'll see you there.